morning, bitches, and welcome to Wellness for Real, the podcast where we talk about all things wellness. I'm your host. My name is Marlena, and if you're new here, welcome. We have so many amazing episodes, so make sure you go back and check those out as well. We talk about everything on this show. I was inspired to start this podcast after uh, finally finding success in my own weight loss and wellness journey uh, by finally shedding all of the toxic diet culture bullshit and just embracing finding what works for me. So we share other people's stories, uh, tips, tricks, all the things, um, and we talk about it all. So buckle up, y'all, because it's about to get real. Morning, bitches, and welcome back to Wellness for Real. It's your girl, Marlena. Recording another live summer series episode. Uh, today, it's just me and Felicia, my co-host. So we're going to just chit-chat and catch up. And uh, if you guys have any questions for us or anything, you can feel free to leave them um, in the comments or on the little box at the bottom there. Um, the little question mark. Oh, Felicia, you are on your Twin Cities Road Crew page. Is that the one you want to be on? Am I on the wrong one? I'm terrible at this. Okay, let me just start over. The technical stuff. How's everybody doing today? Happy Sunday. I hope you guys are enjoying the live summer series. I really just like to do this. Um, For anybody who doesn't typically listen to the podcast so that they can really like. Okay, I redid it. Tune in and see what it's like to listen to an episode and what the show is all about. All right, Felicia is here. So we're going to add her in. drink some water all right yay i made it yes you did it i'm terrible i'm so bad (laughs) it's okay technology is hard i know but who goes on the wrong instagram page okay i do hi everybody (laughs) oh how you doing i miss you good i know i miss you too it's so good to see your pretty face yeah you too you're so busy in the summer that's actually the reason why we started doing these um live summer series because it's just your busy season so it is it's my super mom for three months yeah and we (laughs) had a we had a guest schedule that had to reschedule so um and it worked out that you were able to record with me today so i'm excited that we get to just do like you and me and just chit chat and catch up Yes. Uh, and maybe answer some questions from our listeners. Like I said, if you guys have any, feel free to leave them in the comments or in the little question box at the bottom. Um, but how are you doing? How was your holiday weekend? It was good. It was good. It was this is kind of the only time of the year that I'm able to take a chunk of time off. My business partner and I always just, no matter what, we take the fourth off. And I had a little clink in the plan. Um, we were going to go out of town and my husband injured his arm, so we ended up staying, Yeah, um, which actually ended up good. Um, I was a little, I wasn't happy at first, um, but, but, um, but shit happens, but right? Life happens. It does. And to be honest, not having to like pack up and move all my stuff and sort of 
do all of that actually worked out really well because I've been working a lot, a lot of events. So it was really nice to just kind of be home and I got to see my grandkids and we got to go on the boat and just kind of do some fun stuff. So it's been good. It's been the good. Boat. Be the boat. The boat. So, so Minnesotan. <laughs> I, I am, girl. I am. Through and through. I love it. You know what? We did a staycation too. just stayed at home. Adam had a four day weekend and it was just so nice. Like, like you said, like, like, yeah, I love traveling. I love going places, but man, it's like a job all in itself, you it know, is. having to prepare, making sure you have everything you need and packing and traveling and all that. Like, it's just, it can be stressful. Yeah, $5 so. a gallon or whatever the hell it costs. And we have to bring a, we have a truck to bring everything uh it's really expensive so we just felt like let's take advantage of the shit we have here and just have fun and that's what we did so it's nice that's fun i love that um yeah we did the same just hung out at home although i didn't get to go on any boats <laughs> i don't have any friends with boats except for you <laughs> i do you need to come on my boat girl <laughs> Yes. Um, but yeah, it, it was, um, it was pretty nice, but I have to say, like, I mean, I feel like this every year with the fourth, it's kind of like, the fuck are we celebrating? Yeah. You know, um, I, could just I, be I just a celebrated a free day off work because the rest of it's yeah. bullshit. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> Here we go. Um, yeah, but besides that, I feel like things have just been kind of tough. I feel like all around for everybody. Like I just see a lot of people struggling right now mentally and just with navigating life and just with how heavy everything is every single day it's like it feels like it's just always something right like um and then we all have our personal lives too where, where shit's going on you know so how have you been doing mentally I've been in that space I mean I feel like I've been struggling sort of with my health journey for kind of a while like just trying to figure out where it's at um just and I realized probably in the last two or three weeks that part of that struggle for me was my mental health like and really understanding that like I always feel like I got this shit covered and I don't got it covered like and really realizing that it's always ever changing and moving and um and me recognizing that and it really took me a long time to recognize that that's what was going on that like I have a therapist that I see and I don't always see her consistently it just sort of depends on where I'm at and yeah. so really recognizing that I needed to sort of step that part that gate I had to step it up um and with that piece and just I get really busy so I tend to be I put myself last a lot like you know what I mean? and so like with her like I'll have to schedule sessions out for weeks months at a time so that I'll go Cause yeah. it's really easy for me to just like, Oh, Oh, oh yeah. I'll call tomorrow. I'll call tomorrow. Yeah. So I really needed to recognize that. And it took me months to figure out that that's what was happening, that it wasn't the food, the exercise. It was this, that was really needing a little tune up. Mm -hmm. So I am actually focusing on that right now and not so much on all the other shit. Um, so I still, you know, I'm walking and doing my things, but I just don't, I needed to let go of some of that stuff for a while and, get my brain kind of back to where it needs to be my head yeah yeah I totally feel you um for the last month I've been doing that weight loss challenge the hottie glow up challenge which is super fun and it's been nice just to like you know watch other people too just because like I've already done the bulk of my weight loss journey you know for me it was more just right. like um 
to switch things up and challenge yeah. myself and um <clears throat> but like you you know it kind of took a little bit and um honestly I was called out by my therapist because we're talking about stuff and I was talking about how I was having you know a lot of kind of obsessive food thoughts again and just kind of like urges to just binge and um you know i I was kind of starting to realize I wasn't in this great place. And we started talking about it. And I really realized that it was the fact that I was tracking food again, that was kind of causing me to, yeah, it was triggering me for sure. Um, so it, sometimes it's hard to just be like, I, I don't know, like almost hold yourself accountable. Right. Cause like, you know, I, I really wanted to do that challenge, but then it's like, okay, well, is it worth my mental health, you know? Um, so you have to focus on the mental health first and foremost, right? Always. Um, and I, I mean, like I said, I feel like a lot of people, I mean, the last few years have been extremely traumatic. Like the human experience is already difficult. Right. Um, and on top of it, yeah, on top of it, we're constantly, (laughs) we're constantly being thrown all of these, like just unprecedented (laughs) issues and things that are happening and it's a lot right so I think for a lot of people are right now um are carrying the weight of the world you know and don't even realize how it's affecting us and all these different avenues of our lives um so to take that step back and just like be really aware of that um can be difficult right like Cause we all just want, we're all programmed to be like, Oh, I'm good. I'm fine. Right. I Nothing think wrong it's with me. really, really hard. And then I think at least for me, I can speak for myself that like being on social media for me makes it harder because I'm just, I can't help but watching what everybody else is doing and feeling like I should be doing something. I mean, feeling like I should be participating in some way, shape or form, no matter what it is. Yeah. And so for me, part of it is like, I've really pulled back from it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I hop on and I look and I see what's going on, but I I've really pulled back quite a bit um, because it really was affecting me even more than I realized. Yeah. Um, just sort of that very triggering for me Totally. Um, because it isn't what it was like. It's just really different now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just really different. So I feel yeah. like when I joined, everybody was in the beginning of their journeys or the middle of their journeys. <clears throat> and now the people, at least I follow are kind of at the end of their journeys. And now they're sort of in these spaces of struggling in their journeys too. Um, I, I see a lot of back and forth with that. And that has affected me or new challenges and things that like, I just don't, like I did that 75 hard and I, as much as I loved the challenge, it affected me not in a very good, not in a positive way in the end. It really kind of like what your experience was. Um, It was triggering for me um, in a way that I didn't realize that it would be, which is hard because I liked doing it. So when I'm watching social media and I'm seeing all these different things, I want to participate. And I I really know that I can't um, in that way. So it's hard for me to really find a lot of joy in being on at the moment. And then I'm being, every other thing is an ad a weight loss, which I just can't, I can't get that algorithm off my shit. So that makes it hard too. Yeah. I mean, I totally agree. I, I very often recently, I've just been like, man, some days I just want to delete my page and just like disappear from social. And, um, cause it is, a, a, 
and when there's things going on, um, like seeing the same for me, like, I don't really see a lot of the weight loss stuff anymore. Um, I see a lot of the, like things that are going on in the world. You know, I follow a lot of activists and, um, you know, and I'm intentional in that way with who I follow because, you know, I like to see people who are on the ground actually in the shit. Um, I like to see that rather than like watch the news and whatever. Um, but it's like the people that I follow, um, you know, especially when Roe versus Wade was turned over, it was like, everybody was sharing the same things over and over and over and over again. And it's like, geez, like it, it's somehow simultaneously traumatic, but also desensitizing at the same time. And it's just like, it's a lot. Um, and you know, when things happen in our government, you know, and I'm the same way, like it affects us, right? We want to react. We want to be like outraged, which we should be. Um, but also it's like, sometimes like, I know I have to take a step back and think, okay, what does this really mean for me? Like, how is this really directly affecting me? Um, what can I actually do? Right. What are the things that I can control? Um, and, and I can control what I'm consuming, right? So consuming social media and seeing those same things over and over again, something I had to take a step back from, you know, cause it's just like, it's a lot and it definitely is affecting me mentally. And I know it's affecting a lot of people mentally, right? Um, so what are some of the things that you're doing to help your mental health? <laughs> so I think, well, one of them is not being on social media as much. That's been a huge, huge thing for me. Just literally, I'll maybe I'll look at it five minutes, maybe. You know, before I was on for hours, you know what I mean? Yeah. Seeking things out. Sometimes I won't even be on it at all for a day, which is really nice. I mean, I, and also for me realizing that with COVID, because I couldn't see my friends as much, you know what I mean? I sort of pulled back from that in my friendship because of all the crazy shit I I have changed some of my friendships, um, but also realizing that those friendships, the ones I still have, really understanding that it's important for me to cultivate those um, yeah. and and spending more time with the people that I care about and, and less time on this space um, is something that's important to me. And I think I needed a break from this to realize that. Yeah, um, because I definitely think you, you know, I have met some really wonderful people from social media, but I don't get to see them in person um, you know, because they don't live around me. I mean, for right. the most part. So and I, but it's easy for me to forget about the people that do, because this is more convenient. This is easier. I don't have to schedule times. I don't have to drive anywhere. I don't have to meet you. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, I can do it in the all privacy of my home and my sweatpants. Um, and so I feel like that was suffering a little bit um, yeah. and really realizing that seeing and being with those people helps my mental health, the people that I love and I care about that do bring value to my space. Um, so I've made an effort to do that, which has been, I mean, I've had to push myself a little bit to do that. Um, so that's something that I've actually made an effort to do. And I'm seeing my therapist a lot more regularly, um, which has been really helpful um, to me. And I love her and she also sees my husband and my daughter. So we all have the same therapist, which is really helpful because mm. she just has a really good understanding of where we're all at, which makes her a better therapist for each one of us. Which yeah. She's kind of in tune to all of us. Yeah. Um, so that's really helpful um, to me. And then just sort of letting my exercise and food shit go 
like, and I don't mean go, like I still meal prep and I still am thoughtful and I still walk, but just not holding on to it so tightly right now. Ooh, yeah. Let's talk about that a little bit more. Cause I feel like, Oh, for, for those of us who are in this like wellness space or people who have lost weight or want to lose weight, um, like we can just become so hyper-focused on that, right? Like, and kind of neglect everything else that's going on. Um, and when you say like, let go, like for a lot of people, they still have that all or nothing mentality, right? So I they're like- have that. Yeah, like we all, I think, um, to some extent, have a little bit of that, right? You know, like obviously, there's going to be like a wide range of right where we are. Where I'm we sort all of, at, I'm but... on, I'm off. I'm on, I'm off, and just yeah. really because but... I haven't finished my journey, and I feel like I'm at this end of like I still have some weight loss to, that I wanted to do, and I'm like, mm, I need to just let that go, you know, yeah. at least for now, and maybe what? I'll come back to it. Maybe I won't. What? I just, I wonder why we do that to ourselves because obviously I just did the same thing, right? I was trying to get to the low end of my maintenance range because I'm on the higher end of my maintenance range um, right now. But like, I'm also four months post-op. I'm also just went through a huge life change and, and still maintaining my weight loss. You know, I'm still living a healthy lifestyle. Um, I feel like living, you know, I had a, a you know, really difficult living situation for six months, you know, where it was, there was a lot of stress and I didn't have my own space and I didn't have my own kitchen. And I managed to like really navigate, um, as well as I could through that time. So it's like, but still for some reason, there's this like a little piece of my brain that's like, nope, you gotta get, you gotta get to the low end, you know, you gotta, um, you know, diet or whatever. And it's like, I still struggle with that too. And it's just, man, it's a constant back and forth because part of me is, part of me is like, okay, we, we preach this, right? Like, okay, if you want to intentionally lose weight, there's nothing wrong with that, right? No, you got to be in the right not. headspace to do it. And I'm not. Um, <laughs> and I, see, I thought I was in the right headspace to do it, but then I did it and it was like super triggering for me, you know? So I'm like, <laughs> right I mean but that's the thing and so it's weird because like for me like two things I mean part of it for me is that I'm not super comfortable in my like I'm not out of my clothes but I'm not comfortable in them so part of it, it is that and then every single human being in my family has diabetes my dad died of it my grandpa had it my mom has it and so it's not all vanity driven for me part of it is that I do need to be at the little bit lower end of my range because it's health driven. Um, but you know, I went and got all my blood work. I literally just got it back and they're like, you're in a good spot. So just don't freak about that as much, but I worry about that. Um, so that's where that all or nothing, I think mentality comes in where health does come at. You don't have to be a perfect size. If you're, if shit's right inside, it's okay. Kind of a thing. Um, but I think it's just at my age, I worry that like, you know, my aunt just one day she gained 10 pounds and then had diabetes. And so I think I worry about that a little bit. Um, so I think there's some of that there too, yeah. but I lost touch with like the whole, like I'm eating when I'm not hungry. I'm not stopping when I'm not full. Like I lost touch with a lot of that. Mm. You know what I mean? It's sort of the emotional stuff that comes with it. And so for me, it's just, I need to kind of regain 
that. So the emotional eating from stress and all that shit is sort of boop back and has reared its kind of ugly head. So I feel like that's where I sort of need to sort of, I need to kind of relearn that stuff a, a little bit and then reevaluate where I'm, where I'm at, which is weird because I felt like I had that shit like you, I got it. I'm good. <laughs> so it was really weird to me how in a very short period of time, you know what I mean? I sort of regressed that much, you know, it was just sort of, but it, a lot of it had to do with me not managing, I think my mental health the way I needed to be doing it this whole time. Cause yeah. I thought I had it covered. You know what I mean? Totally. Like, oh, I only need, I got it, I'm good. You know what I mean? Oh so, yeah. It, I was it's so good. funny, as soon as we get comfortable with something, like I think I, I've been thinking about this, like what things have I been neglecting in my life because I've been focused on this, like you know, I, I shifted my focus because like you, I thought I was like in this great place and I was like, oh, I can do this piece of cake, you know, whatever. Um, so once I realized I was actually struggling and getting triggered by tracking food and like, you know, being in that mindset, I really had to evaluate like, what am I neglecting? Right. And, um, you know, I'll, the beginning of this year, I was really focused on like meditation and practicing that. And then, I got to a space where, you know, I was being so consistent with it that it had become just like kind of second nature. It was something that was just naturally happening, happening in my life. But then I got really comfortable with that. And then I just stopped doing it altogether at some point, right? Like at some point I stopped being intentional about it. It didn't even realize that I hadn't even done it, you know, at all in, in a month at least, you know? So I'm like, all right, I'm not taking any quiet time to myself. I'm not taking any time to just like breathe <laughs> and relax and, right. um, you know, and just be intentional with what I'm doing. Um, you know, I was trying to force myself into this, like, I don't know, past version of myself almost, because I feel like when you, when you do go through a huge weight loss, it almost becomes addictive. Like when you're successful at it, um, you, you end up in this space where you're like, almost, it feels easy. Right. Cause it's just like yeah. happening and the pounds are dropped. Yeah. yeah. And you get in the flow of it. And then like, it, it has a really, it's kind of fucked up, but it has this almost like really rewarding feeling. Right. Because obviously like, that's a goal that you set. And then when you're yes. actually doing the work and the weight is coming off and you're like killing it it becomes like addictive, you know? So then you kind of have to shift it. I think that that's why so many people say maintenance is so hard or more difficult than weight loss because it's such a huge mental shift. And then even in maintenance, you know, you'll, you know, you have such a range. You should have a, a pretty wide range, right. at least like five to 10 pounds, right? Um, that you're going to maintain in. And, you know, I'm, I'm over three years into this maintenance. Um, and yeah, I still have these times where I'm like, you know, I remember how quote unquote easy, it wasn't easy for the weight loss, but at right. one point it did feel easy because it was like, I was just so into it, you know? And I'm like, I could do that again. And then I try to do it again. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, this but is as I think for me, even, you know, a lot of mine was during COVID when I had, was, I was home. So, I mean, it, you know, it's very, don't get me wrong. Any, everybody can do anything, whether you have a job, you've got kids, but 
I'm going to tell you when you are not leaving to go to work every day and you have the luxury of cooking breakfast, lunch, and dinner at home and doing all of those things where you're not managing a million different things, it is easier. Um, And Mm -hmm. so for me to sort of go from that space to now I'm working, you know, 50 hours a week plus weekends when I'm doing events, it's harder. You know what I mean? I really also have to be more intentional about um, doing things to make that routine easier and instead of adjusting my routine I tried to keep the same routine you know what I mean and the intensity of it which that didn't work you know what I mean yeah. so we try then, to go back to what we feel comfortable with right right always don't work you know what I mean it's not working because my life isn't the same and right. just really recognizing that and also with my mental health and really it being in a really good place and realizing that requires maintenance too. You know what I mean? And so really missing that boat of like, okay, I'm not in a good place. So I'm going to get help with my mental health. So I'm getting help with it. Now I'm in a good place. So I'm good. I don't need help anymore. And that's not how it works, you know? And so I think, and that was kind of where I think I sort of should know that. Okay. My mom's a freaking therapist. I mean, I'm, you know, like, I mean, like I, that's my whole background, but I, I missed the boat there and really needed to do the maintenance piece with my mental health. Cause for me, I am an emotional eater. I am. And I use food in a lot of ways in that way. And I just, as soon as I didn't have that piece to like, what do I do with these emotions? What do I do? I'm having a bad week. I'm stressed. Even if I'm having a good week, my day-to-day work life is incredibly stressful. How am I managing that? You know what I mean? And so, and then I injured myself and exercise is a big part of stress relief for me. So I injured my shoulder and my knee. So I had to make some adjustments there. And so I wasn't really getting that taken care of. Like I wasn't using that in the way I normally did. So, okay, well, I'll just eat pizza. You know what I mean? And not exercise and not talk to my therapist. So, so I just feel like that's where I'm focused on. So it's just kind of the basics, like really focusing on eating when I'm hungry, stopping when I'm full. I'm not worried about what I'm eating. Yeah. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? As much, you know, um, and talking to my therapist and managing my stress better. And like you said, bringing back some of those things, those meditation, those things I had in a routine that I sort of let go of the basics, just bringing back the basics. Yeah. That's really where I'm at right now. And it actually feels nice. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't feel stressful. It doesn't feel like, oh my God, I'm, I have this goal and I'm weighing myself every week. It's it's not about that, which has a different feeling. Yeah, totally. Um, can I just ask you to move your hair from your mic? Oh yeah, it's just there we go. There we go. There just we go. Throw okay. those curls, girl. I've got a lot of hair, so. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. No, I I totally get that, and I think a lot of people are in that space right now, and just like I said, everybody seems to be struggling, you know, mentally and just kind of, I mean, even yesterday, Adam and I were driving around and we had to pick up our new car and every, like every day, yay. Um, every town we drove by had like a big festival going on or, you know, it's like this summer, like things are kind of starting to feel like quote unquote normal again, as far as like gatherings. Right. Um, but then it's like, you know, he's like, Oh, you know, do you want to stop here? You want to do this? And I'm like, I don't know, honestly, not really. Like I'm, there's a lot of fear, right? Cause there's, you know, you hear about constant shootings and, you know, it's just like all these, a lot of people are not okay. And for, for people who were unstable and unhinged before the pandemic, like 
they are even more so now. Like, I just feel like there's just so much fucking crazy in this world and just, oh, it's, it's awful. Right. So it's like, for me, like, I don't even feel super comfortable going to big events and, you know, trying to feel like things are quote unquote back to normal because it's like, shit is not normal and people are not taking care of their mental health. And there's just a lot of pain and a lot of trauma that is going unnoticed, you know, and, and people are burying it and, um, it's just, I don't know. It's pretty awful. So yeah, it is. Oh, it can feel really heavy. It you know? wasn't red, white, and boom after the fireworks. There was a shooting. Yeah. Yep. It, yeah. Yep. Yeah. It, it feels it's nonstop. Crazy. It's it's every single day, and it's just it's a lot. So, you know, if you're feeling a little hopeless, and you know, like shit's just really fucking hard, and you don't know what to do, like at least you can know that you're not alone because a lot of people are feeling that way. I know I've been feeling that way. I've definitely been struggling with my mental health big time, you know? Um, and it, it comes in waves, you know, it's up and down and, and that's just part of it, but it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Um, so I know like I've been, um, trying medication for the first time in my life. And, you know, I've always had very, you know, like a lot of people, I've always had certain feelings about being medicated or trying medication, but man, at 35, I'm to the point where I'm like, I got to try something else. Right. Cause sure. what, whatever I'm doing is not working. Um, so and that can be hard. And I know a lot of people are in the same place as I am, you know, they're getting to the point where they're like, okay, let me try and see if this medication is going to help me. But even that in itself, it's like, you start to feel like a lab rat, you know, you start to feel like an experiment. Cause I mean, that's what medicine feels like a lot of the times, right? They're like, here, try this. It might work. It might make things worse. We don't know. Let us know in a month how you're feeling, you know? Um, you know, here, try this for anxiety, but it's going to give you anxiety and it's going yeah, and diarrhea <laughs> and a headache. Yeah. And, like... <laughs> and it's going to make it hard for you to sleep. And every day you feel like you're going to barf and yeah. So it's just like, oh man. Yeah. It's exhausting. I had that with sleep. With sleep. Yeah. If I couldn't sleep, they gave me so many different types of medication and, and none of it ended up really working for me. Um, but I did try a lot of different things and ended up just doing some other things that weren't medication focused. And then my doctor was like, here's the deal. Just use Benadryl once in a while if you can't sleep. She's like, that's just better. I mean, I'm like, yeah. okay, sounds good. But they give me all kinds of different medications. Man, and I sleeping mean, pills are no joke. No, they're not. Some give me nightmares. Some mm-hmm. actually made me more awake than they did asleep. And I mean, it was just kind of like a, but it was like that, like a lab rat. I probably tried six different types of things. Um, it was really kind of crazy. And then I just was like, I'm done. Um, it, cause it, nothing really worked. So, um, so it's hard. It's hard trying to figure that stuff out. Yeah, it, it definitely is. is. So how, how's it going? Um, well, right now I'm only, I'm less than a week into this new medication. So they had me on one. I tried it for a month. Um, it fucked up my sleep. Um, and I didn't feel any different on it. Like I literally felt the same. 
Um, so now I'm on more of an antidepressant. That was more of like an ADHD focused medication. This one that they have me on now is more of an antidepressant. Man, the first day I took one, like I picked up my prescription and I took it in the afternoon. I just kind of like took the first pill. Cause usually like the first day you do it, like you're not feeling the side effects for a couple of days. Oh no. This one was like instantly, I was like, <laughs> heart racing. I think I was up to like 4am. Like it was just, it was wild. I was like, okay. Uh, And then that made me really scared. Right. And I think that that's really common too, for people who get a prescription that comes with a lot of anxiety. Cause you're like, is this going to change me? Is this going to make me like, am I going to like how I feel on this? Like I'm someone who I don't like feeling weird or different. Like even with like, even with like drinking and like doing drugs, which I did in my past and stuff like that. Like, I don't like being overly fucked up or like feeling like I'm out of control. I don't like being out of control. Me neither. Yeah. I don't like that. I like to be buzzed. I'm a good drunk girl. (laughs) Yes. But I, I, so it's the same with medication. You know, I'm like, I don't want to feel like I'm not myself. I don't want to feel out of control. And that's how I felt that first day I took it because I couldn't, I couldn't go to sleep. I was like wide awake. My heart was racing. I had all these physical side effects and I was just like, fuck. So then I didn't take it the next day. And I was like, let me try to take it at night um, with like melatonin. So I kind of just sleep through those, you know, initial side effects. Um, And that has been working better for me. Oh, good. Um, and it's funny because like I shared on my social media, of course, you know, um, you know, the nausea and that's super common with, I think pretty much any type of medication like that. It's going to make you nauseous at first. It's science. I don't know the exact science of it, but it's norm, normal, quote unquote, normal, um, for that to happen. Um, and I, I've gotten very good at setting boundaries on my Instagram with people, um, but people still don't respect those boundaries, you know? So there's still, there's still some people. So I said in my, you know, on my story, I was like, please don't ask me what I'm taking because then when you you say what it is, then people are like, oh, I did that and I died or, oh, I took that (laughs) and this happened or whatever. And it's like, I just don't need that right now. I can do my own research. um, And it's funny because I still got probably, I still got one person who asked me what I was on. And I was like, can you fucking read? I just leave people on read if I'm not going to respond to something. Um, but I got like 15 messages of people saying, oh, try taking it at night. And I'm like, I am taking it at night, you know? So, (laughs) you know, there can be pros and cons. I try to share just to be transparent. And like I said, a lot of people are in that space right now where they're needing medication, you know, nothing else is working. I mean, let's be honest. A lot of people are fucking depressed right now. A lot of people are fucking anxious you know and just it's a lot to deal with the way that the world is and a lot of people are and they don't know even what it is yeah exactly they don't know that this is depression or this is anxiety or this is what a panic attack is they don't know yeah Um, and I think that's the part that's really um scary and hard like they don't understand what they're feeling Totally. And sometimes I don't under even as much, uh, work as I've done. And I've been in therapy for years and years. Um, there are still moments where there are things that I'm going through that I don't even realize, like you said, that it's depression or that it's anxiety for me, the anxiety is probably the biggest one. Cause I'm not really like 
an anxious person um and like I guess the way I would think like traditional anxiety right like I'm I'm pretty chill I'm pretty laid back um you know in um really good at like holding my own in situations and stuff like that my anxiety is more like obsessive thinking you know um and like internalizing things, sure, you know? Sure, sure. Um, so, and I never really realized that until again, I was called out by my therapist, you know? She's like, I'm explaining to her, you know, actually we were talking about like, um, I get, I think about money constantly, constantly. I'm stressed about money. Um, and I don't know if that's just because like both me and my husband come from not having a lot. Me you too. Know? In, in different ways, but we both come from not having a lot. Um, and we both were super irresponsible in our young adult life. Me too. Um, so, <laughs> so being, you know, trying to be a responsible adult and making sure bills are paid and, you know, that we're comfortable and all those things like, and I pretty much manage, you know, our life and our finances Me and too. all that. And it's a <laughs> lot. It's, it's so stressful. And I think about it constantly. And I've really become aware of how constantly I think and stress about money. Um, and it's something that I'm working on and trying to let go of. But again, there's underlining rooted issues, right? It's not actually 100%. the money, right? It's, nope. it's your background. It's the things that you've been through, the experiences the fear. That you've had. It's and fear. It's fear. Yeah. It's, it's that fear, fear of, I don't ever want to have to scrounge up change to put gas in my car again you know I don't ever want to have to feel like I can't buy groceries you know things like that that are very much so um the space that we existed both existed in you know I I I didn't know that I mean I had it's really interesting because I come from that same background and I managed the money in my house and for my business no one's going to manage the money at nowhere Mm. I'm at my husband's a CFO. Okay. And he doesn't manage the money in this house. And you know what I mean? And even my business partner, I'm like, you don't want to manage the money. Cause I'll call you every day to want to know where the money is at. So, you know, um, but it's interesting because I do manage money in both spaces and I'm good with money and I'm not obsessive about it anymore. Like, do you know what I mean? I've, I'm not, I'm just very aware. Um, but it comes from that just fear of like, not having enough and also not yeah. ever wanting to be in that space of having to have anybody ask me or having to ask anybody for anything either yep. you know what I mean like I'm not so but it's it, it, it there is a light you can be in a space like that and manage your money and not Whew. obsessively think about it forever because I don't anymore at all yeah I'm, and I I'm, do it well I'm yeah I'm definitely so. trying to get there and again that's um again that's a uh a, a space in my life that I'm realizing that is something that I need to be focusing on is letting go of that fear um and trying to find a better balance you know and that's a reason why I'm so passionate about talking about financial wellness on this podcast too right because huge it is it's so huge and it's um you know everybody wants to feel financially secure and and feel like they are making the right choices with their money, you know, um, but it's hard and it's stressful and it's definitely an area of my life that I'm trying to be more conscious of, um, being a little bit more, uh, less 
stressed about it, about it. <laughs> more or less. You I, know? Think, I think you're doing a great job. I mean, I look at the decisions, everything you've done in the last year and a half is pretty amazing. I mean, thank you. Amazing. And I, and I try to remind myself of that too. I'm like, bitch. <laughs> like, I mean, like I, it, <laughs> I, it took me a long time. I mean, I came late into life with money, like being smart about my money. Yeah, it took me, me too. Yeah. Into, I came into it later in life and so I just feel like you paid all your debt off. You sold your home, made a lot of money off of it, bought a new home. Like you paid your vehicles. I mean, you've done a, a lot. I know. I we mean, were talking <laughs> about that yesterday after we picked up our car and I was like, it's wild. Like we have two vehicles, no car payments, two nice vehicles, no car payments. Um, you know, we bought a new house. We made some investments. You know, we were making moves. You're doing we're something right. <laughs> yeah, we're investing in our future. But I guess, like you know, when we sold our house, we did make a good profit. You know, and that was the first time in both of our lives that we had this nest egg. You know, um, and obviously, like you know, that money like that doesn't last forever, right? No, it, it you know, and and I feel like we made good choices with how we invested that and how we. Um, you know, the choices that we made with that money, but man, watching that, like those numbers go down. Well, and it's so it's interesting hard. because I come from, you know, I'm around a lot of people with money. Like a lot of my friends have money and most of my friends come from money. So mm -hmm. their parents will, like a grandparent has passed and left them money. You know what I mean? Like they got 200 grand to put down on their house because their grandma, like, I will not have that. Right. Period. I, no one's giving me nothing. Like, do you know what I mean? Even Same. like, I'm not going to inherit anything. Like that's not going to happen. And a lot of people have that. Like that's how they get a leg up. That's how they are able to have multiple properties, have those things. I will not have that. And so for me, like, even like you said, having that chunk of money, that's hard to come by if you don't have someone in your life handing that over to you yeah. at some point. Do you know what I mean? Like, so that's pretty great at your age. <laughs> it's yeah. pretty great. <laughs> Thank you for, for telling me that. Cause sometimes I feel like I'm still not doing enough. Right. And I feel like that, especially women, right. We always, I feel like we always feel like that, right. Like society just always makes us feel that way. The way that we're raised, the way that we talk to ourselves, the way that, um, you know, the expectations that we have, you know, either from others or for ourselves, like it always just feels like I could be doing more. <laughs> always feels well, like I'm not doing enough, you know, always feels like at any moment I could be right back where I started, you know, just in life in general. Right. It's, man, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot to it carry. It is. But I always think about that. My girlfriend, my girlfriend, who's kind of we're in the same situation and we both talk just about, you know what, we didn't have, and there's nothing wrong if, you know, you have families that can do that for you or can give you that, but it does change. It's just different. You know what I mean? You just, to be able to have someone hand you those things and to have to really earn fucking everything. It's very different. You know what I mean? It it's is. very different. It's Absolutely. very different to have $20,000 sitting in your bank account that someone didn't hand you. Someone didn't write you a $50,000 check for your wedding, pay for your college. You know what I mean? Do those kinds of things. And it's wonderful if you have family that can do that for you. But there really is an, under, an understanding of what it's like to have to pay for every single thing. You know what I mean? And yeah. I had to pay for every single thing. 
my mom paid my car insurance for my freshman year. Okay, but that's about it. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, it's a huge accomplishment where you two sit and I didn't have what you had at your age. So, um, <sighs> so that makes me feel a little bit yes. better, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you should, you should be, you should be really proud. And you got Thank a you. podcast and we have a hundred thousand listeners. Like, I know it's crazy. It, it is. In, it's insane. And I am just so thankful for this podcast and you for you. And it's just, um, man, amazing things happen in life though, when you are able to let go and just let the universe do its thing, yes. um, you know, and just really listen to your intuition. I feel like that's something again, that a lot of women, like we've just been beat down so much in life, um, to conform, right. To be what everybody else thinks we're supposed to be. Um, but man, when you start to unlearn that stuff and really start to trust yourself, like that's when shit really just like unfolds, right. The way that it's supposed yep. to, um, but it's hard to be there and it's hard to stay in that space. Right. It Cause is. I feel like I was there, but now I'm like, I don't know. Working. To get that's there. part of growing. That's part of, I think, growing. And that's part of our, I mean, listen, I want to be a stripper every time I watch you on that damn pole. That's not happening though. Okay, girl. Ooh. I'm like, but I'm like, let me tell that you. That looks really hard. It By is... the way, I was going to ask you about that. Like, that looks really hard and challenging. And it is. How is that going? <laughs> Honestly, it's so hard. It is so difficult. And, um, I haven't gotten to the point yet where I'm like excited to practice on the pole. Like I get excited when I like grow, right. Or like I learn right. something new or I have some progress. Um, but I'm really in the space right now where it's like, I really have to, um, take action to create that like motivation and excitement about it because it is the most challenging thing I've done mentally or physically this far in my fitness journey. Um, because pole fitness, like it really requires a lot of self-trust. And that's something that I'm realizing that I'm lacking. Uh, maybe just because of all the things that I'm going through right now and the mental space that I'm sure. in. But man, you really have to trust yourself and your body and, and just let go and be free. And I haven't really gotten to that point yet I'm still very much so um uncomfortable and insecure and just like unsure and and so um I did set a goal for this month to do like an in-person class I feel like that should help me um but that in itself is like a lot I have social anxiety I do I feel like oh once God. I'm in a social this, situation this. I'm good like my my retail like part of my life like sure. kicks in. Um, but to actually again take the action to do, do it, it and get there and and like just say fuck it, like you know, I'm just going. I'm gonna put myself out there if I embarrass myself or I fail or I fall on my face literally, like that's what you have to do to grow right. sometimes, right? It's, so no, it is what you have. I mean, that's part of growing. Yeah, exactly. So I'm getting there, but it is a huge goal I've set for myself. I don't think people realize like when you see women or, or men or people on the pole that are like killing it and they're just like, they're, 
doing all this shit. Those people have put in years. They're fucking athletes, okay? Oh, it athletes. is. It's it's okay. a, <laughs> hell yeah. It's it's a sport and it is an art. So it's both, yes. right? What, what's her? What, I can't say her name. Del, De, her Delijah. Name? Yeah, Deli- we had, Delijah. We had Delijah. Um, she's the she founder of Black a- Girls Poll. We had her on the show. So if you haven't listened to the episode, definitely go back and listen to it. But she is incredible. And she's oh a professional, God. actual dancer, like a trained yes. dancer before yes. she took on pole fitness. And you can see it. She's graceful and just incredible. Like mm-hmm. when you watch her perform, it's not just the pole, it's the dancer and her sort of, you know, you can see it. Like It's beautiful. Um, yes, it is. It is. It's amazing. And for me, like I don't have any formal dancing training. Like I like choreography, like not for me, you know, so it's, it's definitely a space that's making me really get out of my comfort zone for that's sure. Cool. Um, so it, it is, but it's also like, it's scary, you know, <laughs> it's scary, but it's something I've committed to. And it's something that I want to stay committed to. So um, I'm just going at my pace, sticking to my goal. Yeah, you know, I've only been doing 20, you know, my, my goal is 20 minutes, three times a week, which feels Perfect. super doable. Right? right. So I've been sticking so that's with that a good balance. That's not the, I'm going to do it every day. And then you just quit, you know what I mean? Kind of a thing. So that's a good. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not going to start off and being like, I'm going to do an hour every day. Like, no, right. there's no fucking way I'll give up. Right. Cause it'll be way too hard. It already feels really hard. So that's cool. Yeah. Yay. I'm, um, I'm getting there little by little, but man, it hurts. It's painful. That's it's what I mean, it looks painful. People are bruised up and yeah, I got lots of bruises, but I'm getting there. I'm working cool. on it. I'm going to, I'm, I'm dedicated. I'm on a mission to like, get good at it. You know, that's awesome. That's how I feel about like, so I've been my new fitness health or fitness thing. I'll be doing some yoga stuff just because it's gentler on my body and um Mm -hmm. so that's gonna be my my thing I think for the next six months is to really commit to to focusing on some of that stuff so that's awesome so are you doing like um like guided yoga like I know you use body app I do that but I would like to start working on some like like so I have that inversion like chair but I'd like to start working on some headstands and handstands that are not with the chair yeah so I don't know maybe anybody on here that can suggest like an app or a program or something that I'd like to do something that's guided or to follow I just always feel so overwhelmed there's like so many different things to choose from that it's hard to know which yeah. one would be good to choose so if anyone has any suggestions I mean I will say I love the Peloton app and they do oh, have, I haven't um, even looked at that one. Yeah, Peloton does have um, yoga. So I definitely want something that like I could do daily, kind of like a mm-hmm. few times a day to practice getting in some of those positions. And yeah, um, and then and I do like my beach body, like just regular that guided. I do like that, um, but I want to work on some of that other stuff. So because yeah. I do like it, I enjoy it. So and it's gentler on my body. So yeah. I love yoga. I haven't done yoga in quite a while though. So maybe I need to, um, reground yeah, myself. That, that would that probably be too. really good for your flexibility too, for the pole. Yeah, for sure. It's, um, it's so interesting how, like when it comes to movement, like doing so many different types of movements can all really like help you 
in other things that you're doing. Yep. You know? So I know like when I was doing yoga regularly, I was also lifting weights and I really struggled with um, like when I first started lifting weights, like actually slowing down and being more like mindful and finding that like mind muscle connection and breathing properly um, and doing yoga helped me tremendously in that area. Cool. So um yeah, yoga's dope. Um, you could always do yoga yoga with Eden too on YouTube. Oh love yeah, Eden. I like Eden her. Life. I like Eden. Eden, she's great. Yeah, so a lot of great resources out there. Um, oh, what's the other chick on YouTube that everybody? Um, oh, I know who you're talking about. Like Adrian. Yeah, Adrian. Yeah, yoga with Adrian. Yeah. She's I should pretty check good hers too. out. She probably has some stuff actually specifically for what I'm looking at. Yes, and she has she up. has like monthly challenges too. So she's like 30 days of yoga challenges Something. and things I like that on her that. YouTube. I should check her out though. Yeah, I like her. I've done her stuff before. And hers is like she has some gentle stuff too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that would be good. Eden would be good though too. Yeah, she's she I love her good. yoga and she's really mindful of um like because she's plus size right so helping yep. you like um injury she has yeah injury exactly she's mindful of that so those are the kinds of things i have to be kind of thoughtful of so yeah so what do you have coming up anything exciting what do we have coming up on the show anything exciting oh we have our guy coming but that's we're waiting on that one yeah, well, we do have some pretty exciting episodes coming up, some yeah. kind of different new topics, hypnosis. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're going to do an episode on periods, hopefully. Like, we're just, <laughs> we're, we're trying to um, mix it up a little bit. Yeah. So let We've us got know. Some if you, summer stuff. Yeah. Let us know if you guys have any um, suggestions on topics that you guys would like to hear us talk about. Um, but yeah, we love you guys and appreciate you guys listening to the show and joining us here live on Instagram. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. Thanks guys. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please leave us a review. We greatly appreciate that. And we'll see you bitches next Monday. Bye.